Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and this is another classic episode from our former host, Christian Sager. This one deals with a question to which the answer may seem obvious, but research has made more complicated. Are plants conscious? Hey, Brain Stuff, it's Christian Sager. So there's this old episode of Star Trek called Wink of an Eye. You may have seen it. There's this race of aliens that live in hyper-sped-up acceleration. So when the crew of the Enterprise appears to meet up with them, they seem so slow that they're unable to move. Now, imagine that scenario. If you were the aliens, wouldn't you assume humans were inert objects with no consciousness? Now, let's take this and apply it to our relationship with plants. When we watch videos of plant life sped up, we see their lively movement. But even though plants move and respond to stimuli, they're not conscious, right? Otherwise, every time we ate vegetables, we'd be causing them pain. Wait, wait a minute. 
can plants feel pain? Well, okay. There was this guy once, his name was Charles Darwin. You might have heard of him. And he once proposed something called the root brain hypothesis. He proposed that the tip of a plant's root could act like a brain does in some animals, receiving sensory input and directing movement. In the years since Darwin made this proposal, there's been a growing movement in science called plant neurobiology, and it debates the way we think about plants and consciousness. Other scientists hate this term, but who cares? Because here's some of the things we know about plants because of this really unusual research. Let's start with plant senses. We know that plants have a variety of scents, some that can actually act as analogs to our sight, smell, touch, taste, and hearing. In fact, there's evidence that when plants hear the sound of a caterpillar chewing on a leaf, they respond defensively by producing chemicals like mustard oil. This happens even if the sound is a recording and nothing is eating the plant. Creepy, right? Plants can also communicate. Sometimes plant chemical production is like a method of communicating with other plants. So here's an example. That smell of freshly cut grass that we all know, that's actually a distress call to warn other plants of danger. It's true. In gardens, no one can hear you scream. Now, when this distress call reaches other plants, they will also emit the chemicals to warn their neighbors as well. And these calls can even work on different species of plant. For instance, a sage plant can signal a tobacco plant to emit an odor that's noxious to animals that are eating the sage. All right, so you hear the term plant neurobiology and you say, but plants don't have brains. Well, one of the reasons why many scientists hate that term is because plants don't have neurons, but they do produce neuroactive chemicals that act like those in the human brain. Glutamate receptors form memories in humans, and they're also found in plants. And some hormones are transported around plants, similar to how neurotransmitters move through animal brains. Likewise, some plants are vulnerable to drugs that disrupt neurotransmitters in the human brain, like Prozac or methamphetamines. They even produce their own ethylene, which is possibly used as an anesthetic when they're stressed out. Plants even have a kind of nervous system, and that may allow information to travel around the plant via electrical signals. So if plants have sort of brains, do they remember stuff? Well, yeah, plants also have their own kind of memory. In fact, there's a plant called the mimosa pudica plant, and it closes its leaflets immediately after they're touched. But because this requires energy, the plant won't do it if it's unnecessary. However, when researchers dropped potted mimosas 15 centimeters onto foam, the plants learned that the fall wasn't dangerous, so they stopped closing their leaves. Even crazier, after one month, the plants still remembered that the drop wasn't dangerous, and they wouldn't close their leaves in response. So, given what we know about plants' senses, communication, nervous systems, and memories, should we consider them to be either conscious or intelligent? 
What about pain? Does the fact that plants react to danger indicate that they feel pain? Well, some scientists argue yes, while others loudly say no. Today's episode was written by Christian and produced by Tyler Klang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other thoughtful topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. Plus, for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.